Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Super Bowl week is here. Chiefs and the Eagles. Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts. People talking about Philadelphia barbecue. Huh? What? That's a thing? Not the first thing I think of when I think no. of Philadelphia. I think of meat, but I also think of a nice hoagie. And after and, the last Eagles championship, horse poop. And um, cheese whiz. Okay. That's what I think of. Uh, we'll have lots throughout the uh, week here on the uh, Zone. Special guests as well. Uh, a guest of ours, Tim Kruger, comes your way uh, before the hour is over. Five weeks from Selection Sunday. Creighton and Nebraska both play on Wednesday on the road. And I think they play at the same time. Nebraska's at no. Michigan and Creighton is at uh, Seton Hall. Huge game tonight in college basketball south of here. In uh, Lawrence for uh, Texas and uh, KU. Uh, Sam tweets in at, 16, at Gary Sharp 1620. In other countries, they use carts where all four wheels swivel. Why? Interesting. Why would they do that to their customers? Now we're talking. That adds a little bit of yeah. a challenge to it. Mm-hmm. Um, you like it. Well, I feel well, like anybody can drive a smooth operating cart. It's the ones that can maneuver... The wobbly wheel and throw four in? <laughs> it does take some skill. You know who has the uh, worst carts to try and manage with the wobbly wheel? Walmart. Oh, yes, definitely. Walmart's not really interested in fixing their faulty carts. Nope. They just say, you know what? That's on you. Yeah. So it, it is. You a, like our prices? So Deal I'm with try, it. I'm trying to think. As good as I am with uh, the shopping cart, could I be challenge with the rotating wheels because a wobbly wheel sometimes can throw you off but the best of us that are in a race to be an olympic champion uh we fight through it we don't let those things deter us and we just push forward yeah. even if one of the wheels skids across the floor uh tc says in the equitable bank inbox here are the traits for a successful shopper one you need to have great vision you have to constantly scan the store and aisles that's right you have to have your head on a swivel yeah okay you, you have to know where everything is at and if you see something that is maybe being, uh, the supply is going down, you don't want to be shut out. That's true. So even if it, you know, like you do a little butting in, you got to do it. Yeah. Got to have great instincts. Agree. Got to be explosive. Yeah. Cause you got to be able to push. Courteously aggressive. You know, uh, have to be elusive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cause you can't get, bo- you can't get bogged down no. by the people that stand there, you know, and they, they, they put the cart on the side and they're looking at the aisle across from them. You know, you just have a polite excuse me. Yeah. I think that's still a thing. Oh, I was, sure. I was yeah. taught that way. I do that all the time. Uh, you have to be durable. That's right. Uh, you have to have a will to succeed. Because a bad shopping cart experience, when you get bogged down in an aisle or you run into somebody, that that can deter you. And it'll just throw off your entire day. And you have to have stamina. You can't let other people set the pace that you are trying to adhere by. No. And if they want to go slow, that's great. Yeah, that's on them. But you are in and out, and you've got, you know, you don't want to waste any precious mm-hmm. time. Right? 
He's right, though. I think his um, his strategy, especially yeah, when the uh, stock is running low, because I've realized this with some purchases before, they don't always come back. You might have to wait more than a year. If you're like, ah, you know what? Okay, we missed out on this time. We'll get it you know, maybe in the next season or whatever. No, there's no guarantee you're going to see it again, ever. So if it's something that you thought you could have some use for, maybe not even in the immediate future, but maybe down the road, probably worth the buy. Uh, TC also adds, if you have been tutored by Coach Verdusco, he would have needed for you to be a quick blinker. Very true. What's he doing? That is a great question. What if there was a picture on Twitter of Mario Verdusco and Mark Whipple just hanging out, (laughs) having a cocktail, (laughs) smoking cigars? Would the internet break? Somewhere in Arizona. Yeah. I feel like it'd be warm and there would maybe be bourbon. I don't know what Whipple's drink is. And Verduzco just looks like, you know, with the stogie, you'd be accompanied by a, a smooth glass of bourbon. Imagine their conversation. And they make them red, red hot dogs. I can't believe it. Last two quarterback coaches in Nebraska. Unemployed, retired. <laughs> yeah. How about that? That's what that job will do to you. Well. It all makes sense. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes Nick, you, you have everything at your fingertips, all the resources you need. It's just a you problem. It can be a you problem. Uh Mayor Joel tweets in, so yesterday down in Lincoln, Nebraska wins. Don't don't poo-poo the win. I think it's Nebraska's third best mm-hmm. win of the year behind Creighton and Iowa. Because uh, I, I think Penn State is okay. They, yeah. just, they didn't respect Nebraska. Yeah, that's a horrible loss and, for them. That might screw them. You got, you got beat by Tominaga, who had 30 points in 31 minutes. And he's extremely streaky, and I have a love-hate relationship with him. I've had it for a while. Uh, I've never really been able to address it with him, but a lot of people have <laughs> Now, he's the kind of guy that if he plays for you, you love. Right. But you also, there's part that yesterday, he hits a shot. He loves playing to the crowd. Yep. Okay. <clears throat> but then he forgets that there's the other part of the yes. floor, and Funk comes down and drains a three. Now, this is the other part of yesterday watching Fred. I thought Fred managed the game well. Fred was livid after that. And good on him. Mm-hmm. So that that's kind of like Tominaga in a nutshell. Yes. But yesterday he was on a heater and all the back cuts, and he's he's sneaky enough to get into to small spaces and then just let it fly. Again, I think a lot of his – I would love to ask him this. A lot of his three-on-three playing helps him in those kind of situations because there were times where Penn State just lost him, mm-hmm. and that back cut was uh, a paper cut to uh, Penn State. Yeah. But uh, Mayor Joel tweeted yesterday during the game, Tominaga is equally lovable and frustrating, depending on which end of the court you're on. And that is absolutely yep. true. True words have never been more spoken. And, and we were talking about this before the show. And it was, I think, it might have been the last three that Tominaga hit, where he was, now the first one, how he just, he was a statue. Sat there, left it hanging for a while. That one was, if I'm a teammate, especially you got Penn State trying to push the tempo, you're not getting back as quickly as you can. I'm pissed. Okay, but that was early in the game. Late in the game, so again, I think it was his last three. He is kind of going down. He's, he's sort of milking the crowd a little bit. He's got a big smile on his face. And all of a sudden, right in the picture during the broadcast, you see Greasel with a major sense of urgency, like directing traffic, like almost damn near pushing him over to where he needs to be. And then Tomonaga kind of has that, that old blank look on his face, like, oh, God. It's like that is the moments of you love. Oh, he loves the crowd, man. Yes. And that's okay. And, and that's fine he's, as long he, as you're taking yeah. care of both responsibilities. And I, it's it's pretty safe to say he doesn't always do that. 
I'm not going to fault the guy because he always has energy. He does. Okay, there, there, are some, there are some days where he is not always 30 for 30, uh, and he's going to get back down on defense, and, and that's what Penn State, they did a lot of yesterday, is they would back him down on defense. But, there, but you wonder, if you're looking towards next year, and whatever, whatever happens with the head coach, this program needs two legit one and two scores. I mean, guys that when you need a bucket, they're going to get you a bucket. Not on, hey, they were hot on Tuesday. I need them hot on Tuesday. I need them hot on Saturday. I need them hot on Sunday. I need guys that when I need a bucket, I'm going to them. And that's what they do for a living. They are automatic bucket getters. Because I think there's probably a little bit of the formula this year that Fred has put in place that is sustainable in terms of how you play defense and kind of grind games out. Mm Mm-hmm. But you need to score to, to to move up from the neighborhood of 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 in the Big Ten. Yeah. You're going to need scores. And also, there's the, there's the part of whoever the head coach is next year, and even with Hoiberg, and I think it's still way too early to try and figure out who's going to come back. Mm-hmm. And you don't really have, outside of Eli Rice, you don't have anybody on the hook that you can say, hey, I got a McGowan's coming. Wait till you see this guy. He's a five-star. Okay, so you don't have that. But Tominaga... I imagine is not going anywhere. Why would he? I mean, the people here love him. Uh, it's a love-hate relationship. Yep. But he's always going to play with energy, and I, I'm not going to fault the guy for that. That's great because not everybody does that. But the part, what part is sustainable for him moving forward is he's not going to get you 30 every night because nope. he is so streaky. Mm-hmm. He is so – I mean, Wednesday in Ann Arbor, he may go one for nine and you go, okay – yeah. So he is he is the epitome of a and shot a streaky, selection is not always yeah, the best. Yeah, and especially knowing clock score management when right. you pull the right. the trigger. But like on a on a five hundred basketball team, where does Tominaga fit? Like I think Tominaga is a good fourth or fifth option. Yeah. If he's going to find his way into the starting lineup or come off the bench. He's never going to be, in my opinion, your top three, or he should not be your top three option. Right. Now on this roster, the way it's constructed, mm-hmm. he's actually turned into man. If you got to go get a point, and it's not a guarantee, but you got to go get one. Yeah. Tominaga is going to be your guy. So I don't think what he did yesterday is sustainable. The energy is sustainable. I I, I think if you could find a way with him, where he's not the focal point and he's an auxiliary helper, then that's the best for Nebraska, yeah. like in the future. And I think that's where the season started out, where KC was going to be exactly what you just described there, too. And the way things have played out, the, the, then the injuries as well, your hand is kind of forced. But yeah, and you know, the, the love part of the love-hate relationship, what I would say, and, and just kind of piggybacking off of the energy you talked about, too. When you're a team, and think about just the way that we sort of embrace Nebraska athletics over the years. How many times have we seen kind of an energizer bunny and sometimes the results vary on what they're doing day in and day out or night in and night out. Yet we kind of gravitate to that because, as you said, they're working hard. You know, all these guys are trying to work hard in their own way, but it comes out in Casey's play where he's all over the place and sometimes to a fault. But when he's having a day like he did yesterday, people get enthralled by that because this is not a good team. I mean, let's be honest about it. They're not, con- it, they're not constructed very well. No, they're, they have, they're they not. They have some poor basketball IQ at times. But if this was a team... But by that, the way, those guys sat yesterday. Yeah, on Fred. Exactly. But if this was a team, though, that is contending for at least you know bubble conversations or the NCAA tournament, 
and you have sort of a hot and cold feel to Keisei Tomonaga, I think that, first of all, would wear a little bit more thin on the fans because you would, at least I would, probably dwell a little bit more on the negative of the inconsistency as opposed to the the high, the peaks of the roller coaster. But the fact that this team is struggling and you're looking for points anywhere, you'll accept that. I mean, I get it, and this is, I'm not trying to say this and, and really disparage Casey Tomonaga, but it, it kind of goes back to your point of, is it sustainable? Well, on a team like this, you're taking the points wherever the hell you can get them, and so if you have to deal with some you know, awful shot selection, if you have to deal with a little bit of lapse in defensive judgment, and a guy that might give you what he gave you yesterday, but then might turn back around and, and barely hit five points on 15 attempts... You're going to accept that, given where Nebraska is right now. But if they're in a better place, it's going to infuriate you. You know who who helped him out the most yesterday? Derek Walker. It seemed like every time that Walker gave the ball off to Tominaga, it ended up in points. Mm-hmm. And all those back cuts. I mean, Derek Walker is, again, I think what he's going through in his last year in college. And he's such a good guy that he's just, you know, he's playing hard every night. But everybody knows that he's an option, so they just collapse yeah. on him. And and he'll make some turnovers that you go, uh, 13. But then there's he's become a better passer as a big man. Mm-hmm. It seemed like every time that yesterday when he found Tominaga, Tominaga m- made a bucket. Do you have the box score up? What, I was, what was Derek Walker's plus minus yesterday? Uh, Derek Walker's plus minus was 10. Okay. Plus 10. What was Tominaga's? Tominaga's was eight. Okay. So in, in that kind of a game yesterday, that I'm probably not surprising. But uh, if next year, Tominaga, if, if Nebraska finds a really, like a a more athletic Greasel, and Sam Greasel continues to push it, and he's been a godsend for this team, mm-hmm. what they needed this year. But if they can find a, a Greasel and then add a little bit more athleticism, what that would do for a guy like Tominaga. That's why there's there's so many unknowns going into next year yeah. of what the roster is going to look like. And you don't even know because you're going to have to go portaling mm-hmm. and you you have no idea who's going to be in the portal. And if you can win those kind of battles and how you win those battles, because what are you selling? Right. You have to shift back to what has become a conversation around here is what does Nebraska basketball's NIL look like mm-hmm. that you can win those battles when you get into competition with Jim Beheim and you want to buy your team. <laughs> by the way I'm thinking about buying a ticket when Syracuse plays at Pitt that could be fun mm-hmm. I, just, I just want to see how he's treated and I wouldn't feel oh. bad I wouldn't feel bad at all he gets what he deserves well and that's the thing when you say the things that you say and you you hey you lay in that bed just be away from him if he's driving a car <laughs> whoa Oh, Welcome to Monday, Jimmy. Just saying. <laughs> Hello. You know, wow. he, can, he can say mean things to you, but he can also it's, run you uh, down. We still don't. Uh, a little bit later, Jacob Bigelow, his thoughts on uh, yesterday and the week and now moving forward. And we'll continue to ask the question, do you believe that Fred has all the tools to be successful? At some point, it comes back to that person and their ability to win basketball games. But if you feel like, he has not been given the resources to be successful, or Nebraska basketball has not been given the resources to be successful, then that frames the conversation. So some of the things we'll get into with uh, Jacob. Tim Kruger's coming up here in just a little bit. It's mornings with Sharp and Hanley on 1620 The Zone. 
Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%.